Well, hello. Welcome to another edition of Something to Talk About. I'm going to start off the show by letting you all know that Vaughn is not with me here today because she's still doing her happy dance down in Waco with the wind from the Baylor Bears and all. As, as you all know, and we've talked about it on this show, she has one graduate from Baylor and she's got two at Baylor right now. So it's been a happy household at the Loek uh, family home uh, with the national win of the Baylor Bears. Congratulations to the Loek family and to the Baylor Bears. Well, this morning, because she's busy you know, doing her happy dance and all. I've invited a good friend to join me as co-host this morning, Paul Hendricks from the Veterans Center of North Texas. Good morning, Paul. Well, good morning, Stuart, and good morning, uh, radio uh, fans here. It's a real honor to be with you today. Well, I'm glad to have you with us because, you know, the veteran issues is always something that's been very near and dear to KVGI Media, uh, to me personally, to you personally, because it's been your career. Uh, and all, but also to uh, to our the general public and everything. Veterans Affairs is extremely important. Uh, we're getting a little bit of feedback. Maybe uh, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm hearing a little bit of an echo, Mark. But it may be from my end, but uh, there you go. That much, much better. Uh, you know, veterans issues have been something that is not new to any of us. The people that are watching this show and listening to the show, it's something that is a part of our everyday life. Our veterans are the people that we thank for our freedom. We thank them uh, every day, and we memorialize them several times during the year. And Paul spent his career uh, in the military, and now he's spending his retirement career, if you will, uh, help, helping veterans. Paul, start off a little bit by, by by sharing with the audience a little bit about your background in the military. Well, uh, again, thank you for this opportunity. Um, so my background in the military, uh, somewhat is ho-hum, but somewhat is exciting. Uh, so I'm a Vietnam veteran, and I uh, uh, went in the, uh, the Air Force at the very end of the Vietnam era there. And uh, my, my, my fine experience, uh, uh, I flew a good lot of my career, was in B-52, B-52Ds. And so um, I had not planned on it, but uh, the way it worked out, I flew uh, combat missions in Vietnam over uh, North Vietnam, over Hanoi. And you might have heard about those missions uh, some, almost 50 years ago now. It's hard to imagine. Yeah. So that was my real excitement in the Air Force, flying... Uh, those kind of combat missions and, and of course getting shot at and, and doing what we had to do to try to um, help uh, bring that war to an end. And I think we did. And I think we contributed uh, uh, very handily for that. Uh, following that, I uh, continued to fly B-52s for a while. I got involved uh, in the uh, procurement and intelligence uh, business that was part of the Air Force activity. And then lo and behold, uh, the last uh, eight years of my career, I was uh, involved in flying the B-1 B-bomber, uh, which was uh, a big thrill for me, obviously. I was involved in the, uh, the development team uh, at Edwards Air Force Base. Uh, and that was from uh, 1982 to 1985 when the, the B-1 was getting resurrected and, and brought back online, which was very, very exciting. Uh, the Air Force uh, 
opportunities at Edwards Air Force Base are just just unbelievable. And then the last five years of, of that uh, eight years, I was uh, involved at Dias Air Force Base doing operational testing uh, on the B-1 bomber. So uh, I had a, my front end of my career was with uh, B-52s, and then I worked uh, in the intelligence and, and acquisition procurement type uh, efforts. And then at the back end, the last eight years, I, I worked on the B-1 bomber and, you know, 20 years blows by. It's hard to believe it took, uh, I spent 20 years there. It just blows right by. Uh, well, we, 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 we certainly thank you for your service and your commitment to the military because you carried that with you after uh, you, you uh, retired uh, and all from the military and all what was, what was the, you know, what was the urge that got you into continuing to help veterans and helping to set up the Veterans Center of North Texas? Well, uh, great, great question. Uh, let me, uh, I had a second career after the Air Force. I just like you to know this. Uh, so when I retired from the Air Force in 1990, I went to work for Rockwell and then later the Boeing Company, they, they merged. And I worked uh, with them for 21 years. So, um, wow. Twenty years in the Air Force, twenty-one years at uh, the Boeing Company, uh, doing uh, a variety of uh, program management type activities, and then I uh, finally retired from the Boeing Company in two thousand eleven, and that was uh, that was to take me into final retirement. And uh, what, what what happened, Stuart, was uh, something I hadn't planned on. I uh, the one thing I uh, I tell all people. When you go to retirement, you got to have a plan, just like anything else. And uh, I really didn't have that plan. I just was going to kick back, and uh, my uh, uh, kickback plan just wasn't uh, satisfying to me. So uh, one thing led to another. I got involved with uh, some a, a variety of veterans groups, and we observed a need. This was back in 2012, 2013, uh, for uh, some initiatives to support veterans and. Uh, that's just how we really got started. A small group of us put a plan together. We did a, uh, an assessment of what was going on in the community. And if you can remember in the 2012-13 timeframe, uh, there was a, a lot of confusion uh, with our veterans that were leaving the active duty military, uh, how to get benefits, uh, what services were available. Uh, the VA at that time did not have a great reputation some of it was justified, some of it was not. Uh, and there was a lot of, uh, you know, political and uh, social media turmoil. And we used that as an opportunity to um, provide uh, what we thought was an outreach center for our veteran community. And we actually became a 501c3 uh, in June of 2014. And we've been doing the same thing ever since. Uh, and it's been very, very enjoyable for us to, to service our veterans. Uh, probably the most report, rewarding thing I've ever done in my life, uh, as uh, almost anybody would tell you, uh, we are all volunteers at our organization. And helping another human being, independent of their age or their actual military background, uh, lifting them up and helping them get stable in our community has just been so rewarding for each and every one of us. Uh, now, again, we're all volunteers, so people say you can't be a volunteer and do that. Well, we've been doing it for seven years. 
um, and without pay, just with the with the joy and love of uh, helping other human beings that have military experience uh, get connected and and, uh, uh, and become productive in our communities. You know, and, and what I think a lot of people don't realize is that not only do we have a new generation of of military. Uh, personnel that are coming off of active duty following Iraq, uh, uh, Afghanistan, uh, and and those wars. Uh, some of them, some of them come back just with traumatic uh, uh, issues. Some of them come back in pieces. Uh, they need the help and support of their fellow veterans and agencies like yours. At the same time, we've got the older generation like ours. The Vietnam veterans and the Korean veterans and and those from Desert Storm and all that we still need to take care of. It's not that we're at a shortage of veterans. There are so many more veterans out there than we can even comprehend that need help. And it's a two-way street. They need to either reach out for somebody to say, I could use a little help, or it's us recognizing that they're there and trying to get them the help that they need. And your your veteran center works both ways. They either come to you because uh, maybe they just need a meal. They need a, a tank full of gas. There are others that, you know, in post-COVID now, a lot of them, they need housing. They need to reintegrate back into society. Uh, there's lots of agencies out there, Paul. And uh, the, what what you do at Veteran Center of North, North uh, Texas uh, is kind of regionalized. Uh, but I think that this is an issue that what you're doing and have been doing for the last seven years is something that goes so far beyond our local community. Yeah. So, uh, Stuart, if I can comment there. Um, so the Veterans Center North Texas serves 10 North Texas counties. So we, we are very broad. And uh, those counties uh, run over, uh, over to Tarrant County, up to Denton County, over to Kaufman County and then down to uh, uh, Dallas County and then all the counties in between. Um, there in the uh, that region, the VA, who's our only source of information as far as uh, veterans that they know about, there's over 300,000 veterans. And of course we can't serve all of them and we're not the only organization, but uh, we are definitely have our hand out, uh, hand out not looking for help, but hand out trying to help veterans. Our number one issue um, uh, that we experience here, which may sound uh, strange, is is getting veterans to know who we are and where we are. Um, there's there's lots and lots of help in the community. We're not uh, uh, the only show in town, and uh, we recognize that. And we we are happy to share resources and, and refer people back and forth. Uh, so our veterans can be geographically served uh, and, and get uh, the service in the, the right area. But the number one issue we have is, uh, is just getting known. So it's not uncommon. We'll, uh, a veteran will find us one way or the other. Word of mouth is, is really the most important thing, and that's what we're doing today. Uh, someone will come visit us, and they'll say, why didn't I know you a couple years ago when I started before I got into trouble? And uh, I don't know what to say about that. Uh, we're trying like crazy. We have plenty of resources. Uh, we are not limited in our resources. Uh, uh, we're not limited in our hearts. I guarantee you that. Uh, it's just getting 
the, the resource, the, the people to know that we're here. And it's, it's exactly our uh, what we want to do. Now, we serve uh, uh, those 10 counties. Uh, each year, we serve about 1,000 veterans a year out of our office. Uh, our goal is to uh, try to have satellite offices across those 10 counties, but that's a lot easier said than done. Right. Often we'll go out on a field trip. Somebody uh, uh, up in Denton County uh, or uh, Cook County up near Gainesville or whatever, they might need help and they can't get here. And a lot of folks, uh, all they have is a telephone. So we'll take a field trip, go up and put our hands on them. And uh, even during COVID here, we've done field trips to help folks out. Um, and we've been doing a lot of uh, telephone interviews, and internet uh, interviews, uh, some Zooms to uh, let people know what we do and, uh, and try to support them. Now, what we do is uh, uh, a couple of interesting facts. So uh, we talked about uh, uh, Desert Storm and, and uh, uh, Afghan and Iraqi uh, activities. Uh, those are alive and well. There's, there's tons of veterans out there in that range. Uh, but we also have um, an older population that we serve. The average age of a client that we serve is age 57. Wow. And when we put our business model together, we had no idea that we were going to be serving anybody over age 35. We thought they would all be young uh, folks with uh, issues that you might imagine. But what we found uh, on both sides of the age group there, 57 being the, the median, um, the, our older veterans uh, are either unemployed or they're trying to retire uh, older yet. And they didn't have a plan and they don't have the resources. Uh, and the younger ones are, are searching for benefits and services. And some of them, uh, it's easy to connect with. Some of them we have to, to work very hard to get them the resources to sustain and go forward. I would say we have a, a 86%, as I remember, uh, success rate providing uh, either referral or- That's incredible. Yeah, we're very pleased with that, Stuart. Yeah, it, you know, it's, it, I think we should establish the fact that the, that the, the Veteran Center of North Texas, and by the way, that's their website, the VCONT. So it's www.vcont.org. I urge you with those that are watching and listening, jot that down, share that with your family members, share that with your neighbors who are veterans or no veterans that may just need a little bit of extra direction. The Veterans Center in North Texas is not a clinic. It's not a place for, for veterans to go for treatment and everything. But if there are veterans that need treatment, you can reach out to VCONT because they can put you in touch with the agencies that can help you. Now, that's what they are. They're a clearinghouse. Uh, you, you know, they'll ask you basic information and all, and then help find find the things to 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 satisfy the needs that you have. I know that you have a, a little computer lab set up there. So if a veteran wants to come in and and research maybe some some job opportunities that might be available, they can go in and sit down in front of a computer and they can start looking at some some opportunities that may be available and have some of the folks that are in your in your office help them with that. Uh, 
One of the other key things that I, I have to make sure that this audience understands is uh, Paul said it's 100% volunteer. Everybody that works there is a is is a, a volunteer. They're not getting paid for this. They're doing it out of the love for veterans and helping veterans. And having said that, if you are a veteran and you're you can give a few hours a week to to help out others that are in need, contact Paul and 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 say, hey, listen, I can give you a half a day or so on Tuesdays and everything. Uh, do you need some help? Uh, they always need some help. And if there's ever a, an opportunity for satellite offices, this is the best way to start is by contacting Paul. Now, going back to something that's extremely important in this conversation, and that is because they're 100% uh, volunteer run doesn't mean they got a, a you know bottomless pockets in order to run these programs. You're, I believe you, you mentioned you're not federally funded, so it's out of the goodness of the hearts of, of the local people to make donations. You can do that right online uh, at the at the website. You can donate if you if you would like. But you've got an event that's coming up that is is really one of your major fundraisers for the entire year, and I want you to share that with uh, the people that are watching and listening, Paul. Absolutely. So, um, Stuart, uh, we, we, uh, do not do fundraisers, um, to make us go. We are grant funded and I can discuss that here in a minute, but, uh, our, uh, one fundraiser or community integration activity that results in funding to support us is our annual golf tournament. Now our golf tournament is come up here on the 30th of April and I'll discuss that here in just a second. Uh, we use this as an opportunity to do two things. Uh, one, we try to integrate uh, community leaders uh, like you, Stuart, uh, with uh, our veterans. So they, uh, we, some of our veterans have never uh, really had exposure to uh, senior people in the community, decision makers, corporate leaders. And so we try to pair uh, our veterans with community leaders with the goal of uh, a couple things. Number one, uh, a veteran can go home to his wife or her husband and say, I played golf with the uh, CEO of J.C. Penney's or uh, Toyota or, or you know, so a, a major corporation like that. And, you know, uh, if you haven't had that experience, it just lifts you up and, you know, gives you that uh, pride of, man, I really, really am something. Um, and and we, uh, we, what we do for our veterans uh, those that uh, want to play golf and don't have the resources, we fund that ourselves. We scholarship that. And uh, that works out really good. Uh, the, what we have found is the golf tournament, in addition to being a fund event, being a great community integration event, um, and we get uh, almost 100% people saying, wow, what a, what a great experience. Uh, at the end of the day, after we pay all our bills, it does uh, net us a profit. And that pays for our operations for the year. So um, it is very meaningful to us. The uh, first element is the community integration, which is by far the most important thing, because uh, we want to be sure that uh, maybe a veteran will find a job, they'll increase their self-esteem, uh, they'll get a connection for, you know, you never know where it's going to go. Networking, is, as you and I both know, Stuart, are extremely powerful. 
so that's that's really our number one goal. And then the number two goal, uh, the byproduct of this great effort, is we do get uh, funds out of this to uh, support our operation. If we broke even, if we even took a loss and somebody got a job out of it, uh, we would be happy as can be. So service is our number one goal. Uh, the rest of it is, uh, you know, we're not naive. We have, we'd have to find another way, but uh, uh, we think this is just a, a wonderful event. Now, our golf tournament is gonna to be on the 30th of April. This is our fifth annual golf tournament. It's gonna to be at uh, Heritage Ranch uh, Golf and Country Club, which is located in Fairview. And it's going to be uh, uh, a tournament where it's a best ball. So you, uh, people say, hey, I don't know how to play golf. That doesn't really matter. I bet you you'd like to meet somebody and have a good time. Uh, we provide lunch. We provide a fun uh, golf tournament. And then uh, at the end, we have awards and a banquet and you know all the standard uh, cut-up type things. And people go home with uh, bags of, of things that people have donated. Uh, There'll be raffle prizes that you don't have to pay for. If you're there, uh, you're eligible to win any of them. And you walk home and you say, my God, I, I helped a veteran. Or I, I I found somebody in the community that I really would like to connect with in the future. And so I think it's, a, I hate to use this overused expression, win-win, but I think it is a win-win. It is. It and, is. And, and, and what Paul is talking, talking about, about, we're talking about, about an entry about fee of $150. Now, you know, I'm I'm sure, and 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 uh, you correct me if I'm wrong, but Paul would be more than happy for you to just sit down and write a check for $150 to donate to the Veteran Center. But if you can invest $150 for a round of golf to, that includes meals, prizes, a banquet, uh, and a great day, knowing that that entire day that you're spending out on the golf course is to help help veterans. Uh, grab three of your friends and sign up for a foursome and get out there and have a great time. If you know other veterans, they don't have to be veterans to play, but you just, you want to play around a golf for a benefit instead of just to play. This is a great opportunity. Uh, there'll be, you have a max out at 144 golfers, uh, and all it's a, it's a shotgun start, which means everybody starts at the same time. Uh, so that you all can finish about the same time to a great event at a phenomenal golf course. I did a little research on it. It's a beautiful, beautiful golf course. And the one, one thing that I want to stress too is Paul said that this is their major fundraiser of the year. The funds that they derive from this golf tournament uh, is what helps them with their operations for the year. Well, what happened in 2020? got blown out of the water because they couldn't have this golf tournament. So we're still playing a little bit of catch up. So not only do I want you who are listening and watching to support this golf tournament and support the Veterans Center, but also talk to your employer. Talk If you work for a corporation, see if maybe they'd like to get involved with a corporate gift to the Veterans Center of North Texas to, to help the veterans in this area. And for those of you that live outside of North Texas and everything, this is something that you can do in your communities wherever you live, is to get together with your local veterans centers and saying, let's, let's all get together and see what we can do to help. Uh, you know, keep in mind, it, it do doesn't operate by itself. It takes people and it takes money to operate a veterans center. 
And you can do it through simple donations. You can do it by, by you know, offering uh, to, to volunteer, to help out a little bit once or twice a week. And all, but being involved in something like this event, uh, how's the registration going so far, Paul? Well, the registration is going fairly well. We're about uh, two-thirds uh, complete. Uh, Excellent. Yeah, so that's good. We do need um, veterans to play. We have a registration uh, about two-thirds complete with people that have bought foursomes. Some of those foursomes are empty, and we're looking for veterans to play. And, uh, again, if, if you're a veteran that can need assistance, there's no charge. Uh, Stuart, can I discuss uh, some of the prizes and things that are? Absolutely. Hey, it's your tournament. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so um, we start out uh, again uh, at 11 o'clock is, is showtime. At 11.30, lunch is served. So uh, no one will go out with an uh, empty stomach. And uh, we'll have a, uh, a lunch that is provided for them. Um, at uh, 1 o'clock, or 1,300 for you uh, folks that speak military, um, we, we have a putting contest. And, of course, it's the, if someone gets the ball in the hole, Eureka, they, they get the prize. Otherwise, it's the closest to the hole. And uh, we have a, uh, a golf bag uh, that we'll award for that, a brand-new golf bag. And then uh, we saddle up on the um, golf carts and get all the rules squared away, and out we go. We have uh, three um, par threes out there where there's uh, prizes available. We have a hole in one. Uh, and the winner of that, if we, if we if you're ever so lucky, is a $10,000 uh, cash. So uh, we'd love to be able to give that away. And then there's uh, a couple trips on the other holes that uh, are available. So we would love to give those things away. So as the, uh, uh, the day progresses uh, and comes to an end, um, People bring their, their golf carts back and their scorecards back, and and the golf pro is racking and stacking and and uh, uh, you're trying to find a, a, who had the best scores and so on. We have a, a longest drive, uh, closest to the pin uh, type activities there, and so there's prizes for that. Those are trophy prizes, uh, as well as the uh, top three uh, uh, teams. Now, you don't have to be a golfer to play. Some people will stack their team with ace golfers, and, and they have a tendency to win. And, but this is a lot <laughs> people say, hey, what is this going to do to my uh, handicap? Well, it's not going to do anything because this isn't that kind of day. This is just a, a fun outing. But we get into the uh, banquet, and we uh, will call out the, the winners of all of the prizes. And then we have our raffle prizes, which I find kind of interesting. Uh, we have a... Uh, $5,000 barbecue that's been donated, donated to us, which is uh, wow, something to have, something to hold. Uh, and, you know, you better be ready to do some barbecue with something like that. Um, but we also have some other interesting things. We have uh, uh, an American flag that's been someone's put together for us, uh, made out of wood. It, it is splendid, worthwhile framing. We have some uh, custom-made uh, portraits for us of, of golf scenes, which are available. Uh, as raffle prizes. We also have uh, some really unique things. Uh, we are partnered with the Military Heritage Museum that's up in Nevada, and uh, they have donated to us a, uh, a, a tank ride, riding a tank. And uh, you say, well, is that of interest? Let me tell you, I've done it. It is of interest. It is, it is a real kick to be in that tank riding around in their area up there. Uh, 
uh, in Nevada. And uh, the, uh, for those of the kids, especially if they have kids, uh, I took my grandson out there and uh, if I hadn't been able to pry him out, he'd still be there. And that's been over a year and a half ago. <laughs> uh, and then we also have a uh, this vintage uh, activity that with the military military heritage museum they have a uh, of arsenal of uh, world war ii uh, weapons uh, machine guns and things like that and someone's going to get a, an opportunity uh, to go out and shoot some of these uh, high-powered weapons uh, you know under control of course uh, and it, it, if you've never shot a machine gun if you're ever interested in shooting a 50 caliber machine gun this is opportunity is right there for you. So, uh, so we have uh, several other prizes, but they, those are really uh, uh, things to think about, and especially if you have kids or grandkids. Uh, I mean, how often can you go out riding in a tank or shoot a machine gun? Or right, you know, what the heck? Who wouldn't want to do that? <laughs> exactly. You know, Paul, if if somebody says, well, I don't play golf and all, but man, you sound like you got some really great raffle prizes. Can people still purchase raffle tickets for the, the raffle uh, if they uh, don't uh, participate in the event? Well, so, Stuart, that's a, a great question. Uh, the way our, our uh, uh, tournament is set up, when you uh, purchase, uh, you pay your fees, it includes everything I've just discussed. Oh, okay. So we do a lot of golf tournaments, you know, uh, we'll say, okay, you want to buy a mulligan or you want to uh, buy things as you go through or we're going to have raffle tickets or auctions and so on. We don't do that. You pay your money and uh, unless you're going to buy it, some people say, I'm just tired of this nickel and diamond. We don't do that. Now, I'm, I'm going to ask you another question here. If so, someone again doesn't play golf, is there a, a connection that you have that 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 if I want to donate one hundred and fifty dollars and all, you can can have my entry fee. You can match that up with a veteran that would like to play a round of golf because maybe he can't afford to do it out of his own pocket. Absolutely, absolutely. And if someone does that, uh, we'll give them some raffle tickets also. But uh, but, but yes, we would love to have. Uh, that opportunity. We call those sponsored veterans. We would love to have that opportunity um, to have those resources because uh, that gets more and more veterans on the course. Our goal is to have 50% uh, veterans, 50% uh, civilian corporate type folks. And uh, we, you know, we're headed of that direction, but we're not there yet. So uh, Stuart, that, that's a great, great request. Yeah, and 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 it's a great opportunity again because to take get you have a couple of corporations out there that that are, are listening again. Ask your boss. Say, hey, listen, I know you play golf, boss. How about you and the three of your friends get a foursome and go out there and play in this tournament? I think that that it's a great opportunity if you get some corporate players, you get some military players, you get some civilian players, and now they all get to interact at that banquet afterwards and they sh start to share experiences and uh, and all. It's a great, like you said, it is a win-win uh, all the way around. And it's a, a, just a, a phenomenal opportunity for people to do something that ultimately is going to be able to help more veterans with their needs and and uh, concerns too. 
Absolutely. So one of the benefits that we get out of this is, is that networking uh, exposure. More people will know about us. That gives us more opportunities to serve people. If they come to us from a, a corporation, they can carry the word back. Of, Man, those guys are doing great things. And what that does for us, it helps us a lot because a lot of corporations have jobs. Jobs are a huge thing for our veterans. And so we can build relationships, refer people, uh, refer our veterans to the corporations and hopefully uh, help them uh, and assist them to find a, a better paying job if they already have one or a job if they don't have one. And we have a ton of unemployed veterans right now. Yeah, so you're right. It's, it's just a great networking opportunity right there, too. Well, I'm going to throw a challenge out. And that is, you know, we've got several uh, a veteran of foreign war posts that are in the, in the area. You got a lot of American Legion posts that are in the area. Uh, you've got, I know, the Frisco Lakes has got their uh, veterans club. Uh, some of the other retirement uh, communities have their veterans club. Let's all get together foursomes and go out there and challenge each other. Maybe there'll be a little side betting on the side, the VFW against the American Legion. Eh, you know, we'll turn our head the other way if you want to do do a little bit of that. But, you know, let's fill this bill up. 144 is the limit. You're already two-thirds of the way there. So the field is going to be going to be, you know, full very, very soon, hopefully right after this show. So if you're listening and you you play golf or you know some folks that play golf, say this is a great opportunity. Again, I'm a, I'm really impressed, Paul, with the value that somebody's going to get for a hundred and fifty dollar donation, uh, it's 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 a day full of value uh, for them, fun interaction, and all all to benefit the veterans. That's that's the best part of it. Well, we we think it is good value. Um, one hundred fifty dollars is is not chump change, but we think you get a lot for it. Uh, helping a veteran because all the money goes back to our veterans. Uh, going going home with a full tummy. Because uh, we're going to have food is great, uh, and then uh, maybe maybe going home with uh, that tank ride or the weapon shoot or uh, one of the other one. Or how about ten grand for hitting a hole in one? Well, we'd love to give that away. <laughs> that would be um, that would just be exciting, and you know that would bring tears to your eyes, wouldn't it? It it sure would, you know. And I would only I would only hope and pray that it's a veteran that gets it. Yeah. So yeah, let's uh, let's make that happen. And uh, we we get uh, you know 144 people out there. That's 144 tries of that hole in one, and you would think one of those people would just block it right in there. And I got to tell you, you probably have a better chance of winning ten thousand dollars by getting a hole in one on that golf tournament than you do by buying a lottery ticket. <laughs> and hey you'll also get to meet paul hendricks who that that in itself is worth the entry fee just to spend a day with you my friend oh what a compliment you know <laughs> uh, you make me feel good thank you uh, well you know i i have told you that i've 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 trying to get my schedule uh, organized so that I can get over to the veteran center and, and donate a little of my time because uh, I've got a gift to gab and I'd love to be able to talk to veterans and help them make their lives better. And also maybe re reach out to the corporate communities and saying, Hey, let, you know, you guys have got a successful business. How about sharing a little piece of that with the veteran center to, to help them with the, the, the mission that they have. Uh, because you're not you're not in the in the business of just handing out money 
to, to, to veterans in need. You're, you're out really, you know, I'm not putting words in your mouth, but I know your mission is to help them create a better life for themselves, to, to get the answers to the questions that they have. Uh, and, and, and where else can a veteran go but to a veteran's organization where when they walk in the door, they're already a friend and all, and just say, okay, you're in need. How can we help you? Well, let me comment on that, uh, Stuart. Uh, so we, uh, long times people, veterans, will walk in and they're upset, just upset, because they have knocked on lots and lots of doors and they just haven't been able to get traction. Uh, I can guarantee you, uh, they're, first off, they're gonna come in, everybody here for the most part anyway is, is a veteran. We love to tell war stories and we love to listen to war stories. And uh, we have seen so many veterans here, it's very difficult to find a new situation. Now, uh, what we try to do is we try to understand what uh, the veteran and their family uh, believe they need. And uh, we have a pretty good track record of satisfying those needs. As I mentioned, uh, we're about 86% success rate in, in helping veterans in that regard. But what we work on is not the need, but the cause. So someone can't pay their rent for some reason. We understand that. We don't, we don't want anybody getting evicted or going through that mess. But what we do want to find out is how come you can't pay the rent? And, you know, is it a job? Uh, are you COVID impacted? Uh, you know, what's going on in your life? Have you made some poor decisions? Um, has, has luck just not been with you? So we'll work on, uh, on those root causes, as we call it. Sometimes we can provide direct assistance to ourselves here. Sometimes uh, we get, provide a handoff to uh, one of our partners in the community. And we have over 170 partners that we work with. Mm, um, so we'll, that's we'll great. Yeah, it, 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 networking is so powerful. Uh, if we know somebody has, needs something that we can't help directly, we know somebody in the community that can help them. And that keeps our uh, satisfaction rate up. The other thing which I think is really important is we're not a one and done. We're not a one and done agency. And there's there's a bunch of folks out there that are happy to uh, you know pay a um, $100 water bill and say, no, get out of here. Uh, we don't do that. Again, we work on the root cause. We may work with that veteran and their family for four to six months, helping them get reestablished and maybe multiple payments if that's what's required. But we try to hold their hand uh, very tightly until things get situated and they finally say, I've got it. And we say, wonderful, go forth and conquer. And so we, we pride ourselves in that long-term connection. Uh, once they um, finally leave, uh, 30 days after they're gone, we contact them again. And then six months after they're gone, we contact them again. How are you doing? And if they say, we are so happy, I've got that job, we know how to balance our checkbook now and that sort of thing, we're happy. If they say, well, you know, this isn't working out. I, I, I didn't want to call you because, you know, you have so much faith in us. And say, well, that's why we're here. Let's, let's get together. Let's, let's talk. There's, you can't go bad as long as you're following the plan. We'll help you. Yeah advice and work and hold your hand and, and go forward. Our goal here is one thing and one thing only, the community stability. 
You know, Paul, it's, it, it is absolutely amazing to me the work that you and your, your organization have done in, in the seven years that you've been, been around. I mean, we've got, we got veterans that have been around for decades and all, and your organization is seven years old, and you have done this incredible work in our community. But it isn't a matter of sitting back and saying, okay, yeah, we've done a good job, so good for us. Pat on the back. You know, you, you're always moving forward. And, and if you can help a veteran, that veteran is going to pay it forward. That veteran is going to want to help reach out to other veterans and say, you call Paul Hendricks and his folks over there at, at the Veterans Center. Uh, that's, like you said, word of mouth. It's, it's talking to people and getting people involved. It's getting, getting business people to talk one-to-one and saying, you know what? Uh, we, we've been investing in this veteran center. I think it's a good opportunity for you too. You know, if you're part of a rotary club or a chamber of commerce or so, and you think, you know what, this, this guy's got a great organization, maybe give, give Paul a call and he or one of his staff members will come over and address your group and tell you a little bit about what, what the veteran center is all about. Uh, you know, it's, it's people helping people and it's veterans helping veterans, but it's also civilians helping veterans. And that that's a very, very important aspect of it. And what better way can you do that than getting out on a golf course and helping veterans by having a great day playing a great round of golf? Uh, the phone number is 214-600-2966, but go to www.vcont.org vcont.org and you can get all the information about what we've been been talking about and you can get in touch with Paul and say hey Paul I know somebody that would I think would like to invest in your organization and I I would like to to talk to you more about it uh I I could tell you fancy you won't see when you walk into their offices you're not going to be met with 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 fancy architecture and 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 stuff this is bare bones stuff because what they care about is the fancy results rather than just the fancy surroundings. I think that's fair to say, isn't it, Paul? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, most everything we have um, has been donated. So uh, you're right. There, uh, you won't find two chairs that look alike because that's the way they are. Um, so, uh, so I just want to piggyback on something you said. Uh, we really... Uh, want to be not the, the best kept secret. We want to, we want people to know us. And so if there's an opportunity for us to come, I mean, the Veterans Center of North Texas, come speak to any kind of group, uh, whether it's a corporation or it's a, a community service group, like Rotary or Kiwanis or uh, any of the great right. groups, that, we would love that opportunity. And uh, we're never asking, we're never asking for money. We're always asking for the opportunity to serve. Well, I'm going to be so bold to say I, I'm asking for money. The people that are watching this program and everything, I'm asking for money. You know, you don't play golf. You 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 can't pony up 150 bucks to send somebody else out on that golf course. Go to the website, click that donate button, and ten dollars. You know, if you think that what what Paul and his staff are doing for our veterans is worth it. Donate $10 because if there's a hundred other people that do the same thing, they start raising the money that they need to, 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 to keep their operation going. And as Paul said earlier, 
if he helps a, a veteran out, they don't just give them a gas card and say, thanks, see you later. They want to follow up with them, make sure. And if they have to help support this veteran to get him on his feet for six months, that takes money. And that takes money from you and me and, and, and all the people that are watching and listening to this program. That's what's important about it. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate those words. That's just exactly right. Well, Paul, this is this is last call for the for the golf tournament. Get out there, get some of your friends together, go out for a great day. This is a great time of the year too, because the weather should be absolutely perfect for a round of golf, and and it's for the benefit of the Veterans Center of North North Texas. Uh, and all, Paul Hendricks and his staff, thank you, thank you, thank you for your service and for all that you do. Thank you, Stuart. I really appreciate it. All right. Well, that'll do it for another edition of Something to Talk About. We'll see you again right here next week at the same time, same place. Make it a good week. Make it a good weekend. Uh, and I'll Paul, the very best. Thanks again. And we'll catch up to you next time. Thank you.